Welcome back to another episode of A Case for the FBI, cross-examining reality. I'm Cassie. And I'm Kristen. And we're going to start out today by talking about some exciting news, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Riri and ASAP Rocky are having a little baby. Yes, that is correct. Um, and in this moment, I have never been more jealous of an unborn human than I am of Rihanna and ASAP Rocky's baby. I don't care if I that's saw weird. A meme it's who I am. today, and it was like this kid that looked like he was like contemplating his life, and it was like me trying to figure out how I could be reborn as Rihanna's baby, and I was like, yeah, literally. <laughs> I know that's how I felt about Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendez's kids mm. when they were having kids, like. 10 years ago and now I feel like that with Rihanna and ASAP Rocky one thing that I hate about the world the list is long but one thing that's on that list I do not understand how we collectively as a site as a society have just chosen to completely ignore the fact that Chris Brown assaulted Rihanna was convicted and served time for it yeah I don't understand how he still has a career that I, I don't, I don't want to go on my whole tangent about it, but Rihanna is just an amazing human being from mm-hmm. that alone, like being able to survive through that. And then also seeing Chris Brown out here still getting work and still on music. And so literally yeah. to the man who assaulted her, like he, he, she has to like watch him be successful must be terrible. Well, especially because like, they're kind of like in the same genre, right. hanging out with a lot of the same people, probably, you know, invited to a lot of the same events, working the same venues. Like I just imagine that that puts her in a lot of like kind of uncomfortable situations on the regular. Definitely. And like having, I'm sure they have like mutual connections and stuff. Like I just don't understand how, like, did like, we just, did we forgive Chris Brown or we just forgot about the whole situation? Because I'm, I'm thinking it's the latter um, I think it's a little bit of both, honestly. I mean, he still really is out here getting featured on people's like tracks. That's the part that's like a little bit shocking to me. Not necessarily like if he has his own personal success as far as like his music and stuff, but the mm-hmm. fact that people are still bringing him on to their tracks, like this man did not beat the living hell out of a woman. And not just any woman, Rihanna. Who I look, I'm gonna, I feel like I'm about to get a lot of hate from this. Okay. People always say Beyonce or Rihanna, and I think it's no competition. It's Rihanna. Oh, I was waiting for you to say Beyonce. Interesting. You you say it's like not even close, just in terms of like the whole persona. Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, people are, I really feel like I'm about to ruin my own life. I think Beyonce's overrated. I'm I'm sorry. I think she's overrated. Do I like some of her music? Absolutely. Do I think she's extremely talented? hundred percent. Has she worked her ass off? Totally. I'm not trying to take any of that away from her, but like, I just feel like Rihanna is more involved in like the real world. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, she is like doing her own businesses. She does a lot of like charitable work. Like she does kind of like stand up for like underserved communities and women and things like that. And I just think that Beyonce just kind of like sits in the back and just like rakes up all her money. Um, I don't know, though. I don't know. I mean, I think that's part of like how Beyonce has achieved this like godlike status is because she 
isn't a very public person. Like she mm-hmm. spends a lot of her, like she, Jay-Z, the whole family, like they're not really in the public eye. So right. she's just sort of this like mysterious character that whenever she does anything, everyone was like, Oh my God, Beyonce is, you know, doing whatever. Whereas you're right. Like Rihanna has Fenty makeup. Mm-hmm. She has the lingerie line. I think she, they start making sleepwear. Like she has this whole other so side. Like business. average women, like normal people that you see on the street, like shade inclusive, yes. size inclusive. Like Rihanna is in these streets y'all. Like she is thinking about you and me. Like yeah. she is genuinely I- trying to cater to the public. I think Fenty was the first makeup brand that had like 40 shades of foundation Mm -hmm. and concealer, 40 shades. Yeah, it was crazy. Like that. And then just see like other makeup brands, they have like eight. I know. Like, I'm sorry. Does, does every person in the world fit into one of eight categories? I think not. Something that I think is really cute that I'm reading this article right now that's talking about, um, you know, some insider is saying how Rihanna and Asaph Rocky are doing. Mm-hmm. And it says she's loving all the changes to her body during pregnancy and has always celebrated pregnant women in her runway shows for Fenty. See, so I didn't know that, but I guess bitch she, I can get behind. Okay. Yeah, she has a like, please show me an article her. where Beyonce has done something like that. Like, please prove me wrong. Like, <laughs> prove me wrong, please. Like, it does seem that she is sort of just like a champion for women. Now, I'm gonna say I don't want to pit Rihanna and Beyonce against each other I love both for different reasons but yeah I mean I couldn't be happier for them I think I mean everyone knows that Rihanna and ASAP Rocky have been dating but it's been like you know they're not in everyone's face about it and they're not like very public about it so I just I couldn't be happier for her you know I do kind of wish that she stayed with her old mans who is like the billionaire Saudi heir to a bunch of oil money or something but obviously that didn't work out and now she's with asap rocky and they seem to be really happy together and i'm very excited for them i'm excited too um obviously i hope it's a girl i always hope that every baby that is ever born is a girl (laughs) um definitely not a personal agenda or anything like that but i'm excited to see like who it looks more like yeah is it you know like what is this baby gonna look like because these are two very like distinctive looking people like yeah. you don't look at rihanna and confuse her for someone else and you don't look at asap rocky and you're like who is that like you look at both <laughs> of them and their face is just like so distinctive like yeah they are like so iconic yes like unique features they don't look right. like everybody else so i'm i think this is probably gonna be the most beautiful baby that's ever <laughs> raced this planet i know i was gonna say because asap rocky is handsome like he is really good looking he he like kind of has a baby face a little bit but i think he's really handsome he literally looks like he's chiseled from stone like it's insane yeah um okay so now that begs the question did chris jenner force rihanna to get pregnant to distract Mm. us from the fact that kylie still has not announced the birth of baby number two You know, that's a conspiracy theory that I could get behind because like we say all all the time, the devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder. So I'm not shutting down that theory. I'm not shutting it down. I'm on board with you. And maybe she thought too get two birds with one stone if she feels if if skims feels threatened by savage fenty lingerie it's like oh rihanna's pregnant now she can't 
she can't give as much effort into her lingerie like skims stock going up which by the way i saw over the weekend that Uh skims is guess how much skims is worth like the brand oh god i mean i don't think it's a billion yet because then we all know that kim would be advertising that she's worth more than kylie (laughs) so i'm gonna go with like 500 million is that your final guess yeah 3.4 billion what (laughs) i cannot believe that this was not like when kylie became a billionaire like i just knew that kim was sitting there stewing like how did she not make a huge announcement about this how did this happen now i saw an article about it and i think it was it wasn't like uh you know people magazine deal it was i think like a like economic website or something i'm telling you kim has been on some like like i'm sure like there was one episode where she did like an interview it was like for some tech magazine or something about her like game and how she created it and made it successful like i've said it once and i'll say it again kim kardashian has done the damn thing like i don't care if you like her or not but I literally forgot about her video game until right now, even though I spent the entirety of summer 2014 obsessed with the Kim Kardashian Hollywood game. Setting my alarm for like 4 a.m. to finish my party. Right. And then my boyfriend broke up with me on the game and I was devastated. He, I was like a C-lister and he was a B-lister. So I think he just decided that he was better than me, which is fine. Whatever. Um, I'm not bitter about it or anything. Um, right. There's no classism involved in this game at all, but also skims has been around not long at all. Like they must be going on year three because remember, do you remember the whole kimono controversy? Oh, do I remember? Yes, I do. Like, wow. You want to talk about tone deaf, but anyways, we were all there. We all lived it. I remember that like, it was not that long ago that kimono came out and then they quickly had to change the name. Think that. I like, I feel like every single episode we somehow get back on the Kardashians. And you know what? I'm just like, it goes back to everything we've said about them though. It's like, yeah, it's like, I don't care, but for some reason I do care. And they're like, so entrenched in everything pop culture somehow. And like, they're literally the PR Queens. Yeah. Like, did you see the commercial tonight for the Hulu show? Oh, I wasn't paying attention during the commercial. Oh, this was, this was one that I hadn't seen before. It was a little bit longer. I'm still very vague. It's like, you're gonna see us like you've never seen us before like them doing stuff but it still just said coming soon to hulu so it's not any like we still don't have any definite plans now i could probably do a little digging on the internet if i actually cared enough to find out what's going on but they're definitely piquing my interest with what that's part of their plan they're keeping it a a secret just like with the baby it's like I have a feeling that like the season and the baby are gonna coincide like I think it's gonna all be at the same time or something like they're just waiting to like drop a huge ass bomb that is such a good point such a good point like Kylie has this baby and she's like oh are you wondering about my pregnancy journey watch us on Hulu now streaming. Exactly. Like it's just, it's going to go hand in hand. I just know it. The Kardashians. I'm sorry, y'all. If you hate the Kardashians or like, if I sign up for a Kardashian podcast or we didn't either. So sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Until their show comes out, then maybe we'll have to make like a little special offshoot. Yeah. uh, I might have to become keeping up with Cassie again. (laughs) 
get get back to your old brand. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess you want to jump into the Bachelor then. Let's <laughs> let's jump in. Jump and in. I feel feet. like I am jumping in to a tank of three weeks starved sharks, and <laughs> I am the first piece of meat they've seen, and and they are just coming for me. Yes, rabid sharks. I don't know if sharks can get rabies, but they, they did could. In this case, I, I, I am speechless. I am literally speechless, and mm. I'm here to tell you we're gonna take a poll, guys, because obviously y'all's thoughts, feelings, and opinions matter more to me than my own. But I texted Kristen within probably the first ten minutes of the show and was like, I cannot watch another episode of this. This is literal garbage. It started out just wacky. Which, I, honestly, I mean this in the nicest way possible. No offense to you, but considering some of the other TV shows that you watch and like, and you think that this is garbage, like that is really saying something that you're just like, I can't do it. Like, there is a standard. Yes. It's like, low. okay, like the housewives are not always like mentally stable but they definitely give me regular mentally unstable vibes Mm -hmm. um these women I mean Elizabeth when she was in that booth talking about how freaking Shanae was scary I literally felt like she was sitting there putting a hex on me through the television she looked so fucking scary like it was spooky like these women are legit should be in an insane asylum like they are unwell yes unwell even the ones that seem like they're not unwell meaning they're well (laughs) they also seem to be a little bit sus i mean i mean as soon as the show freaking starts elizabeth i can't stand her and like i'm not here to support shanae because that bitch is also freaking crazy bonafide crazy shit crazy like (laughs) i i can't comprehend a level of crazy Uh but elizabeth she's over here acting like she's the normal one ma'am the way she's over here like these are my best friends yes that was bizarre (laughs) you have known them for two days like do you do you have a hard time like making friends or keeping friends i also was like what like these are some of your best friends and you're also all dating the same man exactly I'm like were you on this show to marry Clayton potentially or were you looking for new girlfriends like I'm really confused obviously like they both Elizabeth and Shanae both had a hand in the drama but I do think that Elizabeth could have distanced herself a little bit more to remove herself from it um I I could say that about all the women in this on this show like by the end of the episode i was like this would be so much different if everyone just stayed in their lane and just minded their business and didn't talk shit all the time but obviously that's what we're here for so right but it's like one of those things though where it's kind of like you know obviously i don't stand shanae i don't know how many times i'm gonna explain that in this episode because i feel like i continued to like defend her a little bit but I'm like you guys hate her and want her gone but you are just feeding into it like 
the there has not been one episode i swear to god where everybody is not freaking talking about shanae right they're going on these one-on-one dates begging for time with this man and they're like shanae is toxic like get her off the show how about you don't think about shanae and how about you try and get to know this man that's in front of you instead of wasting your his time right what's your girl sierra she did that today i know i'm i'm second time she still has the most beautiful skin I've ever laid my eyeballs on. So like she's beautiful and all that love her complexion. Mm -hmm. I want to glitter and sparkle like her. She looks like Edward from twilight with them glitter sparkles. But let me tell you, shut up, shut up. Stop talking about Shanae. Stop plotting against her. Yeah. And it does time with Clayton and just enjoy it. It doesn't seem like she and Clayton have a very strong relationship yet either. So it'd be Mm -hmm. one thing if you were like, because I will give Shanae, I'm kind of jumping ahead, but like at the very end of the episode when she came to see Clayton, oh, yeah. he was all about it, making I out know. on the bar. And I was like, th- she's crazy, but at least he's into this. And he's, he's like, right he kind of crazy, I guess. He keeps like affirming her. I think it's one of those things for, because like, if I'm being honest, I feel like Clayton is kind of like, very insecure if I'm being honest like I definitely Mm -hmm. get the vibe that he's not like conceited and thinks that he's like deserving of all these women like liking him in this way so I think the fact that she like literally lost but still went out of her way to get dressed up walk her ass from the hotel to this date to take time to explain herself to him I think he was hot and bothered for it he was like damn this girl really does like me and also lest us forget uh what's her face sally episode one going to see clayton and he's like you know what i love this will you accept this rose that's a good point (laughs) what a parallel that we just drew gosh we really are some armchair psychologists over here on a case for the fbi we're picking up things that people were not putting together it's true but that's a really good point and now like a lot of things are making sense where it's like it doesn't take much to get his attention but then also too with all this drama going on I'm sure that just feeds into his insecurities where he's like I I want these women to like me and they're just fighting with each other so what is going on yes but see I feel like it's almost like feeding like in positively into Shanae because like from his perspective like Every time he comes around, she's the one saying, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to put energy into it. And the girls are, like, the ones all ganging up on her. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I could imagine being someone who's, like, not involved in it all the time, seeing it from his point of view and being like, damn, this poor girl. Like, she's trying to shut it down. And, like, these women won't let up. Yeah. Elizabeth goes home. It continues with like a exactly. whole exactly. New... Yes, he was like, okay, I got rid of the problem, right? And then it's like, okay, maybe she was right that all of these girls hate her because of this one other girl. So they're just literally feeding into the opposite of what they want. They're like, if we tell him that we don't like her, he's going to get rid of her. No, I'm sorry, but you're literally making him like her more. Mm-hmm. These girls are crazy. Like the whole show, all they did was talk about Shanae. Yeah. So we got a few small reprieves. Um, the first one being the one-on-one date with Rachel, the mm. flight instructor. Instru- instructor. I um, loved that date. See, that's what 
it was quote unquote boring, but in the sense that it was just a normal date where they both seemed to really be into each other. They both, they seemed to have a really good time together and it was, it was good. There were no talking about anyone else. Mm -hmm. I will say what was the deal with them riding the horses into this random barbecue with these strangers? Okay. See, (laughs) this is what I'm talking about, Kristen. Like what the actual fuck was that i will give they you were that one strangers and they treated they didn't try to I, like at first i was like okay maybe these are like secretly some of clayton's friends but like he isn't gonna tell her at first mm-hmm. straight up strangers and he literally made it seem like oh the horses must have smelt the food and that's how we ended up here i'm like at some random people's barbecue yeah make that they're make talking sense, like they're best of friends though like they're over here like oh do you want kids and she's like yeah i want 15 of them and i'm like ma'am you don't know these people <laughs> honestly that date made the hillary duff birthday date make sense yes a hundred percent that was 100%. so much at this point that was so much more coherent to me than th- like that was the the, like best that they could do was like let's get a random pe- bunch of people to barbecue and then we'll and see I'm what like, what was the point because at least with the hillary duff one i saw what they were trying to do they were mm-hmm. trying to see like how their maternal instincts were how they handled kids etc etc what was this to see how she acts with strangers strangers I mean, already doing that on this freaking show how she looks when she's eating a rack of ribs yeah right in her <laughs> white shirt as soon as i saw that they were at a barbecue i was like damn girl i'm sorry but you picked the wrong outfit for yes today. and also riding on horses which no thank you i've never been on a horse before it's not really something that i would like to do if i don't have to not interested especially on on a date with a guy who i barely know riding through the woods uh to apparently some random ass people's barbecue (laughs) where i gotta cut the corn off the cob (laughs) i show up and i gotta shuck the corn (laughs) and tell this stranger how many kids i want yeah yeah i mean they're like do you like him and she's like yeah i do i'm like ew i barely tell my friends when i like somebody like who are you (laughs) oh my gosh well then so it goes into the um the trademark bachelor moment of you know they have dinner everything's going well clayton seems like he would like to propose to rachel on the spot literally then they go and and listen to this band of knockoff bluegrass Jonas Brothers. Um, yeah. I forget. The oh name. my god, that's so funny that you said that because at first I was like, "Is this the fucking Jonas?" Brothers? <laughs> Which would have been awesome. I was like, "Is that Kevin singing?" So I want to know if you were on The Bachelor, what band would you have to go see in order for you to like actually be impressed? Post Malone. That's it. Just like no one else. I mean, I would accept Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. Um, but all of these like nobody's ever heard of bands. I mean, even like the way that Rachel said it, like you could tell yeah. they were like, okay, this is the line you say. She was like, and the best part was seeing Barefoot Contessa. Barefoot Roads or whatever the fuck yeah. they were. And I was like, okay, so you rehearsed that line. Right. I know. I mean, God bless these people. I'm sure they're like aspiring musicians. And yeah, yeah. this is probably like a huge deal for them. Yeah. Let's let's not pretend that they are the Jonas Brothers, you know, and that we should all know what this song is and who they mm-hmm. are. And we don't know anything about them. 
and it's like this really is not a low budget show so I'm like y'all couldn't get like anybody else like yeah or like an American Idol person yeah, right like American Idol is on the somebody like, knows. yeah yeah somebody knows somebody in there but I guess all we're stuck with is uh the the barefoot um or barefoot whatever whatever god gun to head i couldn't tell you the name of that band right it's now. it had something to do with roads i think for some reason i remember it was like a rr yeah yeah rusty roads raggedy roads <laughs> <laughs> that's it raggedy roads oh wow but i did you know in general like while the date was weird as all get out I've liked Rachel from the beginning. I think that Clayton really likes Rachel. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, she kind of blends into the background a little bit with all of the girls, I think. But it's kind of nice, like, not seeing her feed into all the Shanae drama a little bit. So I'm kind of like, I think I like her more because of it. Yes, exactly. And she, like, she's so middle of the road, but that's such a nice breath of fresh air Mm -hmm. to just see, like, normal normal again all of these women are crazy but one who hasn't been involved in the drama and I mean we didn't really learn like anything revolutionary about her but it seemed like a good time Clayton was really feeling her sure was um Uh, what was the he was like I'll never let I'll never uh, dim your I'll never I'll never dim your light and then immediately after she was like my favorite part was when he said i'll never dim your light like we know honey honey that is something like if you're gonna say some cringy shit like that take it off camera that's gross yeah well i guess she did i take it back when i say she didn't we didn't like learn anything revolutionary because that was sad when she was talking about her ex and how they had like trust issues and stuff Mm -hmm. i definitely feel for her on that um and i'm sure that's tough to share to other people you know yeah like why she has a a wall up like that but Clayton is never going to dim her light so heard it here first hot take also this is completely not related to Rachel's date you know what word I just made in my head what shenanigans shenanigans (laughs) yeah Oh my God, she was on her shenanigans bullshit this episode. Which, okay, not to be like a prophet or anything, but last week I kept saying like the Shanae show, they sh- the, the Shanae show. Yes. I really have never heard that before. And then I saw the promo for this week and it was like, Shanae show. And I was like, yeah. Wow. She was like, this is the Shanae show, not the Bachelor. And I was like, I mean, pop off, sis. Like, okay. She may be crazy, but she, she is you know she must be the good kind of crazy i don't know all the world's a stage i don't get it but (laughs) clayton seems to really like it so going into the group date they go and they play tackle football um against one another um (laughs) which i mean i thought that that was cool that they actually did tackle football instead of like wrestling in a mud pit with their bathing suits on or something like i thought yeah that was cool even though it's tough like i don't know if like contact sport is necessarily the way to go because i know like some people especially with how things are going in the house like sierra just tackled shanae (laughs) she wasn't even there was no reason to and she's just like fuck it Uh, 
they just tackle her. I know. I know. I feel like the the producers probably sitting on that one. And when they're like, we got to wait for the perfect week for when there's a lot of like verbal animosity going on that we can then enter the physical element and they can I'm start. I'm not going to lie. That was definitely how I was in soccer. Like if a girl was really pushing up on me, even when I didn't have the ball, mm-hmm. I would get really pissed off. I definitely got a couple of yellow and red cards, like slide tackling girls that weren't near the ball. <laughs> slide tackling. Yeah, that's the best way I could describe it. Um, so, you know, I get uh-huh. where Sierra's coming from. I've been there, done that. <laughs> right. And you just want to like take someone you gotta down. Gotta get it out. Mm-hmm. You're like, get out of my way. We're all animals deep down. So you gotta that's like- right feed that inner animal how do you feel they do this a lot on the bachelor um on these dates like this where it's a competition how do you feel about the whole if you win the game you will get extra time with Clayton thing like how do you how do you feel about that I guess I don't really feel particularly one way or the other if I'm being honest it definitely makes me sad for like some of the girls that were on the losing team that like literally i i couldn't tell you one of their names <laughs> i don't know who they are yeah. i don't think they've ever talked to clayton once so like that makes me a little bit sad but like i don't know i love a little healthy competition and so like you know if they're playing a game and there needs to be a prize worth winning for i mean that's definitely it yeah i like i i do like the competition aspect of it i do feel bad that you know, sometimes it's unfair. Like, of course, the team with the Olympian on it was going to win. I know. I know. <laughs> of course, that was going to happen. So I do think it's a bit unfair. Um, but then also the women take it so seriously. Like you saw tonight when the winning team was at the after party and mm-hmm. she shows up there like, you didn't win. Like they they take it so seriously. And like in seasons past, they've done it where it's like, OK, but the team who wins gets extra time with the bachelor bachelorette. And, you know, a team wins, but then at the end, they're like, just kidding. Like everyone gets to spend time with oh, them. Okay. So like everyone gets to go to the after party, but then the team that won gets pissed off because they're like, we like put in so much yeah. effort to win. So it's a lose-lose situation at the end of the day. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. It killed yeah. me though. When Shanae comes in, I mean, Genevieve was hot and bothered. She was like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I was yeah. like, okay, pop off sis. Like. She was like in a confrontational kind of mood. She sure was. And I was like, ma'am, what does this have to do with you? I don't understand. Like, what did she do to you? I also see this is interesting because we know, thanks producers, that Genevieve makes it far in the show. Yeah. Um, But she hasn't really like done a whole lot yet. So I am interested in this whole entrance of Genevieve to the drama especially because you saw next week there's going to be my favorite thing of life the two-on-one date mm-hmm. so the two-on-one well, date one of them goes home but see i feel like because we know that genevieve makes it towards the end i'm just sitting here like that's what i thought at first i was like okay yeah we like okay this is going to be shanae's swan song but then also in the promo, they had this shot of Sinead crying, like, to me, it was kind of alluding to, like, a later rose ceremony. Right. So he said something about, like, I was intimate with both of you. They don't have sex this early on in the show, do they? No, not that I know of. 
So they really, they really have me all kinds of confused. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what's happening. I don't know either. I mean, maybe it's just really sneaky editing, of course, where it's just, you know, they took just a video of Sinead crying about something else and put it in there. But yeah, I am very confused because at first I was like, okay, two on one, but we know that Genevieve makes it far. Yeah. So that kind of like ruins the fun. So I'm hoping that they throw us for a loop then and that there's something yeah he's like i can't pick one of you so you both get to stay yeah i don't know i i really i'm excited to to see what happened just because like i said i'm interested how genevieve enters this whole situation because like you said she definitely seems like a take no shit kind of girl yeah like do not cross her also it made me laugh but i guess it was sierra who said that shanae is a is a karen Oh yes, she did. She was like, you know, with the haircut, asking for the manager. Yes, exactly. I don't think that Shanae is a Karen. I think she's just fucking crazy. Yeah, I think so too. I think I also just think she's taking things just way too far. Yeah, and she's taking things way too far because, like, it really pisses me off. And she said that she said this at the beginning. When the women say, like, I'm here to win, I'm going to win, I'm here to win. Like, obviously, I mean, we say, like, you know, win or loser, whatever, but I just think that that's just like such a terrible mind, such a terrible mindset. Just like it comes off terrible. It does. I thought the same thing when she said it. She was like, I think I'm winning. And I was like, okay, what? Yeah. I mean, I understand essentially it is a competition, but it's like, is it really like, I don't know. It's just like, I don't feel like it's a situation where you're like winning or losing. Like you're trying to right. see if you love this person. I don't know. Exactly. And I mean, to me, that just seems like exactly what she's doing. She's trying to be st- strategic to quote unquote win. Yeah. Um. You know, whatever winning means to her. So I'm going to disagree with you on that. I actually liked Elizabeth. I was shook when she, when she went home over Shanae. But I, I, I don't know, maybe I'm dumb, but I really think that she, like, she didn't have that mindset of, like, she was trying to win. She got dragged in the drama and, like, you know, got caught up in it, but she didn't have that mindset. Like, she just seemed like a more genuine person to me. So I, mean, I, I don't kinda... disagree with that, that she seems more genuine and wasn't, like, strategic. But I'm telling you, that bitch was just as crazy. She was just a different kind of crazy. That's true. I mean, I the way need- she just reacted about like, like when they were sitting there, I guess when the cocktail hour got canceled or whatever, and she's like mm-hmm. sitting there holding the girl's legs and she's like crying and she's like, these are my best friends. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God, girl. She obviously has some um, very interesting attachment issues. Uh, her um, attachment style is like, uh, I don't even know what that one would be. It's definitely not avoidant. <laughs> Uh, amazing so one thing i i also wanted to get your take on was tonight we saw clayton in a turtleneck you know that brown turtleneck how'd you feel about that i do know (laughs) how'd you feel about the look it was not a look it was not a look i i mean i certainly would be lying if i didn't say that he looked nice in it because it was like it it was kind of tight or whatever Mm -hmm. but it was definitely giving me like I don't even know who to compare it to. <laughs> like not cute. Like you, you think he like looked frumpy, like 
old. I didn't think he looked frumpy, but just like a man in a turtleneck to me is just like not it. By and large, I agree with you. Yes. However, I like that look on Clayton. I thought it was good, especially considering in the past when we get the little hoodie with the with the jacket moment. Yes. Um, I thought the turtleneck was a big upgrade on that. I do ag- agree. Like we could see his nipples go like poking through the turtleneck, and like that was a little weird. Like maybe you should size up. But um, I thought it was I thought it was a good look. I didn't mind it at all. You know, honestly, the the way you just described it, I feel like maybe it's PTSD from my old boss. He would uh-huh. definitely wear shirts that were way too small. Ugh. And so, like, maybe when I see a man in a small sweater, I'm just like, ugh. Immediately, no. Immediately, no. <laughs> I've seen everything I need to see. <laughs> Immediately, no. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, well, I'm sorry that you have that trauma and now, like, turtlenecks have been ruined for you. Any tight sweater on a man is just, yeah. I, I think we've, I have therapy on Friday, so I'll, I'll further discuss that then. Okay. Yeah. Really explore that. Um, yeah. I need to get to the root of the problem. Got to get over that one. Do you own any turtlenecks? Um, yes, I do. Okay. Do you feel comfortable wearing them? I love a turtleneck. Okay. But mine aren't tight. Okay. That's the issue is the tightness of it. Yeah, I think that was like his signature vibe was like wearing clothes that were way too small for him. So when I see other men doing it, it just kind of gives me the ick, if you will, which not (laughs) to interrupt, but I do want to share this audio from this TikTok. (laughs) Okay. About The Bachelor. On The Bachelor, not have the biggest ick every time this man licks his lips. It's not even like my lips are dry. Like, let me get them. It's okay, lizard boy. (laughs) i literally died laughing because she is not wrong he is constantly licking his lips licking his lips i did catch myself staring at his mouth situation a few times tonight also my biggest ick i love that i need to incorporate that into my vernacular oh my gosh it's like a huge tiktok thing now it's like oh it is yeah, it's like, what's the biggest ick? And the funny thing is, is like, it's like a lot of stuff that you can't explain. It's like, it'll be like, oh my gosh, thinking about a guy getting out of a dentist chair. Yes. Why does that give me the ick or something like that? Okay. Yes. I love those. I love, I, I, ha- I haven't heard it with like the biggest ick, but it's like, yeah, imagining him um, singing along to a song, but he doesn't know the words or something. Yes, and it's like, <laughs> ick. yes, exactly, exactly. I love that. The biggest ick. Man, I just, I feel bad because I really went into this season. I I like Clayton. I thought he was good looking. I thought he was a good guy, but now he is just like, he can be kind of cringe, but he also, you know, obviously the season hasn't been the best thus far in terms of like, he's just constantly caught up in the drama and he just hasn't looked his best. So maybe he'll glow up for us. I mean, obviously I've never watched the show. So like, maybe it's just like me being like a little bit ignorant to it all, but I'm just like, I mean, I think he makes out with everybody. Like I'm just, it is a lot of making out for sure. For sure. And a lot of women, they just kind of, they go in for it and he does not hold back. Yeah, He's like, "Mm -hmm, sounds good to me. (laughs) Which also Shanae like did the whole grand gesture of coming to see him at the after party that she wasn't invited to. And then just spent time making out on the bar 
I know. I was like, okay, girl, you done took him to a special place. He threw you on the bar and said, let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> and when he pulled away and he was like, this is a nice bar. And she like beats the counter and she was yeah. like, yeah, very sturdy. Sturdy. Because Shanae, whoof, that it. bitch heavy. <laughs> she does look very dense. I mean, she's got a lot of baggage, so she really might be kind of heavy. That's true. Her brain probably weighs like 35 pounds. Oh, jeez, I can't imagine. But I mean, I he obviously liked it. So, uh, for real, what is the deal going forward with you and The Bachelor? Like, are you are you over it? Like, are you willing to stick it out? Okay, so we're gonna put up a poll again. I think I mentioned earlier on the Instagram story to see if you guys think we should continue on, or if you guys are like fine with us just like maybe doing some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe coming back for like the final rose ceremony. I'm not really sure. I just personally, after watching it tonight, I literally within the first five minutes was like, I can't do this. You would rather spend your time doing something else. Yeah, I and was totally respectable. Within the first five minutes, I think I probably thought like I would rather be like scooping my eyeballs out than watching this. Um, I mean, they definitely do a really good job of showing what's going to be on next and making you want to watch it again. Mm -hmm. But I'm just reminding myself, I felt the same way about this week and then I watched it. So we'll see what you guys think. If you want us to continue on, Um, we are going to do a surprise fun episode next week of a documentary that Kristen and I watched. Um, So trying to mix it up a little bit, but want to see if you guys want us to keep talking about The Bachelor. I originally told Kristen that we were going to stick it out because we committed to it. Um, And I'm going back on my word, but I'm going to let y'all decide. You're a different woman than you were then. You, d- you did it. You know now what you didn't know then. Exactly. I was also three or four mimosas deep at brunch. Mm-hmm. So, you know, things happen, but you they know, sure drunk words are sober thoughts. So I heard your truth. So we could start doing like some housewife stuff or true crime, or I know you're not into any of this except for a thousand pound sisters, but we oh. could do some TLC stuff, yes. which. I am knee deep in at all times. So yeah, are we going to tell them what we're watching next week? Or are we going to leave it a surprise? Um, I think we'll just get, I'll do like a little very brief description. Okay. So the documentary is on Hulu. If you guys want to watch it, it is called Dead Asleep. It's basically just to give you like the most brief synopsis ever. It's basically about uh, this guy who kills his roommate and allegedly was sleepwalking when he did it and it's about you know the scenarios that happened what led up to it the trial etc um so we're gonna deep dive into our thoughts our opinions you know how we thought the trial went you know kind of what we thought about the verdicts and all of those types of things me and Kristen are definitely like huge like true crime like documentary fans so if this is some content that you guys are really vibing with and feeling like please let us know because we are more than happy to further dive into anything murder related we probably could do like an eight-week series on ted bundy alone oh my god i swear (laughs) every time they come out with a new documentary about it i'm like i have to watch it and i learn no new information (laughs) but just like a retelling of the same story And the same with Charles Manson. Like, y'all, okay. I was just talking to Kristen about this this weekend because we were watching 
a YouTube video about like a religious cult. I do not feel I could easily be pulled into a cult. I really don't. I'm too much of a bitch. I have issues with authority. Like it's just not for me, but Charles Manson, that dude could get me to join his cult. You just think that you would fall victim to his persuasion tactics and stuff? I do. I do. And I know Ted Bundy wasn't a cult. He was a serial killer. But I'm telling you, I would get in that man's car. And if he had a broken hand and needed me to help him, I totally would have. Anything that y'all want to hear about that, we are more than happy to ride that train. I mean, we are a case for the FBI after all. I mean, that was not our intention, but I mean, if the shoe fits exactly we're gonna wear it honey all right well is that all we got for this week yeah I'm really excited to um see what everybody thinks about kind of switching it up all together um because we did switch up episodes but we still did something like kind of on track with the bachelor it was selling tampa Mm -hmm. so we're going a little bit off color if you will and doing some Mm -hmm. true crime so I'm excited to see what everyone thinks and if they want us to do more Awesome. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening to us. Episode episode five is a wrap. Um, We hope you all enjoyed it. As always, check us out on Instagram. We are at a case, the number four, the FBI, and you can email us at a case, the number four, the FBI at gmail.com. Yes. It's a mouthful, but you can get in touch with us for sure. You did it beautifully. Thank you so much. (laughs) I've I've been doing my my vocal practices. Red leather, yellow leather. leather. (laughs) That really helps with the number four. It is hard because it's like, it's not, if you read it, like that's not what it is, but you have to specify that it's the number four. A case, the number four. My brain is working on it. When we get our deal with Spotify, I promise I will have it down by then. And I won't even hesitate. I will be able to spit out the Instagram and the um, email address. So I won't even know that we ever had this issue. (laughs) It is hard though. It's not just Kristen. It's hard. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. And we look forward to seeing you all next week for episode six. Bye. Bye.